All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully third time's a charm. Welcome to the very first edition of Tales from the Pit. Um, I had recently, like last month, I went to like two shows in the same week and I thought I'd recount my experience. So, you know what? I'm gonna skip the Gideon show because not a lot of stuff happened at the Gideon show. Um, the only like really memorable thing was like, this is the first, this is my first time at the bottom lounge and it was amazing. The venue itself is like pretty cool. So when you get to the venue, it's like a bar and then you go into a different area, you go into a different part of the, uh, the bar and there's these doors into the, like the concert, uh, area and you got the bar. As soon as you walk in, you got the bar on the right. You got the stage on the right and then like on the left, you got the sound boards. And then if you keep going straight, there's the merch table and right across from the bathrooms. So not much really happened. I just went to that show on Thursday. Uh, this was May 19th when I went to the show and yeah, I got a t-shirt left as soon as Gideon was done with their set. And yeah, I was home by like nine o'clock. Not much happened. Um, the real meat and potatoes of this, like, Tales from the Pit story has to be the Kublai Khan show. So, it was Terror. So, the lineup was Terror, who were the headliners, Kublai Khan, Never Ending Game, Sangui Sugabog, and Pain of Truth. <coughs> Excuse me. I had heard of Terror. I was going for Kublai Khan. I did not. I've never heard of the other three bands up until that point. So already it was raining. I got caught in the rain. Not even caught in the rain. I was walking purposely in the rain because I was hanging out with my mom and my best friend Carrie and her girlfriend Jackie. And I'm getting ready to go to the show, shower. I'm just, I don't know, for every now and then I'll get like this sort of grumpy old, like, not even old, but this grumpy mentality of like, oh my God, I just don't want to stand. Like, I was very much in this mood of like, this is going to be my last show because I'm in my lift on my way to the show. And I'm, like, texting my family because we're all in a group messenger talking about how, man, I don't want to stand. Like, this is good. Like, I don't want to stand in between the sets. And this is going to be a pain in the ass because then I'm just going to have to, like, stand for. I'm basically saying stand a lot because, like, it involves a lot of standing because you have to wait 30 minutes in between each set. And this is five bands. And you're waiting 30 minutes in between each set. So, I was just in that sort of cranky mentality because, like, it it's just like, man, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I was like, I am retired. I am officially retired from going to shows. I was done. Or so I thought. So I get to the venue and also I'm in my lift and I'm scrolling through Instagram. And then I go to Instagram stories because Kubla Khan had posted, like, they had reposted the sort of like uh, list of the bands and what time they go on. And I'm like, I'm just now heading to the venue. It's seven o'clock already. The first band is already on stage and Kublai Khan doesn't go on until like nine o'clock. And I'm like, bruh, this is bullshit. <laughs> 
I should have just came later. I would have been stupid if I came later. Let me continue. So I get to the venue, and I've already explained the whole layout of the bottom lounge. And I make a beeline to go to the merch table because I want to get Kubla Khan merch. And the first band is up on the stage already, and I'm like, okay, this is a pretty cool opening band. They're solid. This is a hardcore show. The lead singer already emphasized, like, hey, get this shit pumping. This is a hardcore show on a Saturday night. Let's get into it. It's not verbatim, but it's kind of summarized as what he was saying, because I remember that. But it was pretty cool. They really solid set. When I get to the show and I after I get my shirt, I'm standing in the back near the soundboard because I'm not going to push my way through to the front to get to the... uh to the like kind of middle area of the venue so where the pit is because I'm not going to push my way through that. Now nah, I'm not going to push my way through that because that was crazy. So Pain of Truth ends their set. They um, they get off stage and I end up, everyone disperses because they want to get water because they just slam dance their hearts out. Now, mind you, this is my first hardcore show. I've been to a punk show. I've been to a metal show. I've been to a rock show. I have never been to a hardcore show in my life. It's a totally different vibe at a hardcore show. Each concert experience I've had has always been different from the other just based upon the music. And my God. Actually, I've been to a hardcore show, but I've never been in the pit or near the pit because I saw Hatebreed, like I want to say like two or three years ago at the Metro. And the Metro, if you've ever been to the Metro in Chicago, the Metro is different because you have the bottom floor and then you got the top floor, which is like a whole nother area of like a guardrail. (coughs) Excuse me. But... That I was not in the pit for. I saw the pit from like above, but that was a whole different monster than just being there in a smaller venue. And not to me- not to say that the Metro isn't a smaller venue, but it's two layers. This, this is all one layer. So I get to the, I end up making my way to like the second like row of people that uh, make up the front half of the guardrail. So you have the guardrail, then you got the people on the guardrail, and then I'm behind those people on the guardrail. So I'm just waiting for the next band to come on, kind of just, you know, looking around on my phone, scrolling through, not really talking to anybody, because that's usually what I always do. I never really talk to anybody at these shows. And also, I'm by myself. So the next band comes on. Um, Me saying it so often for this podcast is kind of funny because now I think I have their name down packed. So the next band to go on is Stan Sugigabog. It's a very long name. I know the translation is Bloodsucker. And it's very much like... it's Their sound is like... It makes sense that they're going on tour with Cannibal Corpse. It's very that sound of uh vocals but solid rhythm section very solid rhythm section uh so for that band i got into the pit twice the circle pit twice because it was the i don't know what it was about that sound in that band but it was just maybe it was seeing other people enjoy themselves it was the lights 
the music. I don't know what it was, but it just got me in. Like it told, it made me forget being grumpy, and it just got me into it. And it was just a solid sound, and I had so much fun. And I got in the circle pit twice. Excuse me. It's been a long day. I've been up since five thirty a.m. <laughs> and this is kind of very an impromptu section of this episode. So bear with me. I know it's rude to yawn into the mic, but I really don't feel like editing this out because this is the third time I'm recording this. Anyway, (laughs) so, man, I just, it was such a good, it was just such a good vibe. I don't know what it was, but it was just such a good vibe. It was just the spirit of the music, as cheesy and generic and cliche as that sounds. But I got in the pit. I got in the circle pit twice. I haven't gotten into the circle pit since the Butcher Baby's 10th anniversary show of Goliath. But that was, it was, it was a solid, it was a solid set. I, I was very happy. So their set ends. I go get some water. I come back. Never ending game is about to start their set. Now, never ending game. When they played their set, that's when I got hurt. And I'm Okay. But let me explain. So they start their set. Now, mind you, like I said, I'm in, I'm behind the people on the guardrail. So now I'm part of the section of group of people that are either facing the stage or facing away from the stage because they're pushing the dudes and the girls in the circle, in the pit. They're the ones pushing them. I'm on that layer of the, of the pit. So... I'm watching these dudes and I'm laughing my, I'm not even, I'm laughing my ass off because I'm just amazed at the fact that these dudes, it's not moshing, they're slam dancing. There's a difference because these motherfuckers here, and I'm sorry for the harsh language, but I just had to say it. These motherfuckers here are spin kicking. You got dudes holding their friends up as they're bicycle kicking people. With their feet, they're windmilling. Like, they are, like, legit throwing their whole momentum into their fists and their legs. And it is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's still the same pit etiquette of if you fall or if you see somebody fall, you stop the pit. These dudes are just going off. And then some dudes are like, some dudes don't have shirts on. Some dudes have like two, has a shirt and a coat on. I'm like, how are you not sweating? How are you not sweating? So I end up taking a spin kick to the stomach. I end up taking a fist on my forearm, on my right arm, because I have my arm up while pushing these dudes in because these are some, some like, I don't want to, they are some solid dudes in this pit. And one dude I recognized from Thursday because he was in the pit for the Gideon show. And he was at this show as well. And I'm like, God, man, Jesus. So I'm watching these dudes spin, kick, shove, kick, push, windmill. Like totally just like purposely out here punching people on purpose. And it and it's just, it's, it, it was wild. So... I got hit in the stomach. I got hit in the stomach. I got hit in the arm. And I was talking in 
somewhere during this set, I was talking to this dude because he was recording his friend while he was in the pit and he was like saying, I'm sorry or something, apologizing for something. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. It's okay. You're totally good. And while mid conversation, looking at this guy, I get hit in the fucking head. I know it wasn't a foot. It was a fist. I should have been paying attention because when it comes to hardcore shows, if you won't be the outer layer of the pit where you're pushing the dudes back into the pit, you need to be paying attention and you need to have your arms up because the fact that I got caught slipping and got hit in the head put me totally off guard for like a good 20 minutes or a good 10 or a good five minutes. Let me not exaggerate. For a good five minutes, I was totally just out of it. Like, I was like, bruh. My, I, and then what made it so crazy, I had my earplug in. Because, for those of you who don't know, I am definitely one of those people that wears earplugs when I go to shows. Because if I don't wear earplugs, my ears will start ringing and I can't go to sleep. And I like sleep. So, I always wear... I recently, like, maybe five, seven years, six years ago, I started wearing earplugs anytime I go to a show. It is very helpful for me, and it helps me go to sleep after a very long night. So, back to me kind of dealing with getting hit in the freaking head. So, I was so discombobulated because I was like, damn, I can't believe I got hit in the fucking head. But I was fine. I didn't have a cauliflower ear. My hearing is fine. It's all good. But man, that was that was like, damn. I got caught slipping. I should have been paying attention. But it, it was cool. So, Never Ending Game ends their set. It was so fun seeing all these people go cam and go crazy. It was so cool. So, they end their set. Then, the band I have been waiting to see, Kubla Khan goes on. And I'm like, Yes. Because, man, I just became such a huge fan of this band in a very short amount of time. And I and once again, this is a this is a smaller venue. So there isn't like, you know, a sound crew and stuff like that to come up on the stage and everything. You actually see the band setting up and getting their stuff ready. And and then I see them. I see the lead singer, Matthew Honeycutt from Kubla Khan, and I start gushing because I'm like, oh my God, it's him. Oh my God, it's actually him. Because I'm such a dork. I am such a dork. So while I'm like, I'm just there watching this dude just smiling from ear to ear, you can hear two of the girls that kind of, the two girls that I kind of was like uh, dancing with in the pit and we were kind of just like chilling and vibing. These two girls started chirping at Matthew. And I'm like, oh my God, just basically catcalling this man. And I couldn't help but laugh because I'm I'm on my phone while they're catcalling him, trying not to like laugh so damn loud, but it was funny. So they start their set and it basically you I got pushed and shoved to the front because as the show progresses, a lot more of the like people that have come to see the headliner start making their way towards the front. So they try and squeeze each other through. So dur- th- 
throughout the whole entire Kublai Khan set, I couldn't even turn around physically because there was somebody like right behind me with their hands on my back as I had my forearms on two dudes' back. Because it is that squished up together because people want to see the pan. So it was an amazing set. They played three of like my favorite songs. They played Self-Destruct. They played Resentment. And they played Swan Song, which was great because, like, I had seen videos of, like, them doing the recordings. Like, I've seen, like, Instagram videos and Instagram, like, stories of, like, them performing it. And you can hear the crowd singing the song back. And it was great. It was a solid show. Solid set. Solid show. Had an amazing time. So, once again, I leave early because I left early during the Gideon show. Um, after Gideon was done, I left after Kubla Khan was done. I know. So before they were going to leave the stage, I noticed Matt pointing to the merch booth. Cause that just, my brain just put two and two together. I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to be at the merch booth. I got to go talk to him. I got to go see him. So I immediately make my way through the crowd to go to the merch stand so I can go talk to the lead singer of Kubla Khan. And then even Eric, the bass player, showed up. And I'm like, bet, this is great. I get, this is two for one. I get to meet these guys. This is great. So, like, I make my way, and then I'm waiting in line. And, of course, there's that natural confusion of, like, is this the bathroom line or is this the merch line? And I'm like, this is the merch line. Um, So, I'm just waiting in line, waiting in line. And then while I'm waiting in line, you can hear Terror start their set, which was great. Um, And then eventually I see him because... I already bought a shirt and now I just went back in line so I could buy their jersey. Cause I, I really, I'm not that big of a fan of hockey, but I like the like hockey jerseys for certain metal bands. Cause I have a Pantera one and I have a Trivium one and now I have a Kubla Khan one. And on top of that, I got to meet Eric, the bass player, and I got to meet the lead singer. And, man, I was just so nervous because I'm standing... I'm very much one of those people that'll stand there and think about what they're going to say when they meet somebody they're a huge fan of. Because I'm like, man, what am I going to say? I don't want to sound like a dork, but I don't want to sound like like a creeper either because I don't want to be coming off as a creeper. So I I make my way up there. I I see him. I'm looking at his face, and I'm just like on the inside. I'm screaming, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" But I was like, I I was like, I want this. uh, Can I get this? Uh, the the hockey jersey? And I'm like, "Dude, you guys killed it. It's a great set." And he gave me a fist bump, or I can't even remember if I gave him a fist bump or a handshake. But I was just so, I was like, "Oh my god." And then I see Eric right standing right next to him. And I'm like, dude, you guys killed it. It's amazing. And he gave me a fist bump. And it was like, man, it was great. And then I left. And I went back home and told my mom and brother the same story. And my mom looked at me like I was crazy. But she was like, at least you had fun. And I'm like, yeah. Because it, it was, it was man. And what makes it so funny to kind of wrap up this whole entire story. For me, it's like... I was just thinking that a whole entire car ride back home, I'm thinking to myself like, man, I always say I'm retired or I'm going to be retired. I'm not going to go to any more shows. And then an amazing set happens. And then it's like, man, I could just go to another show soon. Like, you know, it's, it's whatever, man. Like, 
this is great. Everything's great. Like, even though I don't like the standing and everything, but this is still great. But who knows? Um, it's already June. I haven't gone to any other, uh, concerts yet i am going to aaw pro tomorrow to go uh to their event because i have season tickets to that but it was great i felt like i had to share this story because this is my most recent concert story but yeah uh let me know if you have any concert stories or if you have any like memories of going to a concert that was like man this is crazy or this was like this Totally, I was not expecting this. But yeah, if you have any concert stories, let me know. Leave me a voice message. Leave me a comment. Whatever it may be, just let me know. All right, let's get into these bands. Take it away, Britney in the future or whatever. (laughs) Bye, guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Status Alternative Podcast. My name is Britney, and on today's episode... I will be recommending New Bands, Volume 4. So, I'm just going to jump right into it. I only have three bands right now um, for this episode. So, yeah, let's dive into it. So, first band I have on here is a band called Kira. That is K-I-R-R-A. They are a hard rock band from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, The first time I saw this band, actually, was back when I saw them on tour with Seven Dust and Tremonti. So, scrolling through Facebook as I usually do, and then all of a sudden, Seven Dust is going on tour. Bet, I'm going. Oh, Tremonti is also on tour with them, and they're touring support. I'm so going to this show, because ever, like, the last, I want to say, four Tremonti albums have been, like, my favorite. So, Seven Dust and Tremonti, I am there. So, I got, uh, there, so when I went to the show, I didn't know who, most of the time when I see, like, the list of who's gonna be on the, uh, the, the tour, I never know who the opening bands are, which is great and a blessing and a curse, because sometimes the opening bands aren't that great, and sometimes they're really good, and I lucked out, (coughs) excuse me, uh, because this band was amazing, and I had to go, and I, they go on, they start, they start their set, and I was like, man, this is really good, I'm really enjoying this, um, and then I made, uh, my mission, this was also at the House of Blues, too, so, made it my mission, went to go get their EP, and yeah, uh, been waiting for their new music to come out, and there's been, like, a couple of new songs that they've had, they've had another new album come out, um, and I guess they're coming out with another new album as well, so I can't wait for that. Um, I got their AP, and I've been following them ever since. Uh, they have a new song out right now called Flesh Gives Way. Uh, I've watched the music video at least five times, no lie. It's a really good song. And I really like the lead singer Gabriel's voice. It's very unique. So yeah, um, you can, I'll leave their, uh, Twitter and Instagram in the description of this episode. But yeah, go check out Kira. They're really good. Uh, next is Just a Mess. Uh, they are actually a local rock band from Chicago that I stumbled upon. Uh, I ended up seeing their music video advertised on YouTube. It was their song Manifest Destiny. And I was like, this is pretty interesting. Because normally I always skip the ads on YouTube like everyone else does. But this one looked interesting. So I... 
sat through the music video, really enjoyed it, thought their sound was very different. It was very akin to that classic, like, 2000s rock that came out, like, not, not came out, but, like, that classic 2000s rock sound, that early rock music sound, like, towards the post-grunge era of music, um, and very much, like, in a pop-punk sort of sound. And, yeah, um, my favorite songs off of their album, Revelations, uh, Reservations, my bad, Revelations, Hail Mary, anyway, uh, uh, my favorite songs from their album, their first album, Reservations, One Step Over Me, Manifest Destiny, and Celebrate This, uh, so yeah, they're, they're really solid, I know they recently got a new drummer, so yeah, I'm interested to see what new music they have out, I know they have a new song out, but I can't remember the name of the new song. But yeah, I'll once again for all these bands, I'll put um their Twitter and their Instagrams in the description. So yeah, just a mess. Next is a band called Younger. Uh they are a post-hardcore slash modern band from Northern California that formed in 2018. They have a sale, a self-titled EP coming out soon that weaves sounds like grunge, shoegaze, emo, and dark pop. I recommend their latest single, Never Found. It's pretty solid of the first of the single. So, yeah, go check them out. So the three bands in this, because this is relatively a short one. Um, I this is relatively a short episode, uh, because I think a good chunk of it is taken up by my Tales from the Pit. So. Go check out these new bands, uh, Kira, Just a Mess, and Younger. Um, they are on Twitter. They are on Instagram. Check out their music on YouTube, Spotify, all those streaming platforms, um, Apple Music as well. So, yeah, go check out these three bands. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just keep this short, sweet, and to the point. Um, you can just find all their information on their websites as well. So, uh, just going to wrap up here. Please like, share, and subscribe this episode and my other previous episodes as well. Once again, if those of you who are new and you're wondering, hey, why don't I listen to this every other day? Or you're trying to figure out when I uh, drop new episodes. I drop new episodes every Thursday, every Thursday at 5 a.m. Um, let's see. Like I already said like, share, and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, you can leave me voice messages, you can leave me, like, uh, reviews, um, answer questions, but mostly those are, like, the Q&A ones on, like, Spotify. Uh, let's see, what else? I might as well just hype up a couple of, so a couple of ideas I have for new episodes that I'm gonna have out, um, I am gonna cover the Conjuring universe, and I am gonna, uh, cover Insidious. And, yeah, I may do a recap of AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. I'm kind of debating on whether I should do that or not, but, yeah. um, Actually, I should. I really should. But, yeah, go check out these three bands. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Happy Pride Month, because I'm dropping this episode in June. Happy Pride Month to all my guys and gals and non-binary pals. You are loved. You are appreciated. And I hope you enjoy your Pride Month. Be safe out there. Um, and yeah. This has been the Status Alternative Podcast. My name has been Brittany. And I will catch all of you on the next episode. Stay alternative.